Hi, and welcome to a Novel Ending Podcast. We're your hosts, Joanna and Kat. We chat about all things revisions, the fun stuff, the not-so-fun stuff, and the seriously, I've written like 10 novels now, why doesn't this get any easier stuff? Join us while we share our enthusiasm and tips to help you tackle your next draft before it tackles you. Hi, everyone. I am joined today by writer Sophie Lee. You may remember Sophie from some earlier episodes where I chatted with my middle grade writing group in Savannah, Georgia. So she is joining us again to talk about two different topics. One, switching the age category of your book. So specifically, she revised the book that was YA to middle grade. And then she's also going to be chatting with us about switching a book point of view. So she had a book that was written in third and switched to first person. So yeah, Sophie is a Chinese Canadian writer living in Vancouver. She's an author, mentor match, pitch wars, and word mentorship alum, a member of SCBWI, and she writes middle grade and YA. Thanks for joining us again, Sophie. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be on this podcast again. Yay. So we will start with our question of the day. So your question is, would you rather only be able to write in one point of view or one age category for the rest of your writing career? Hands down, I would choose one point of view because I love first person and I can write all novels using first person. And at the same time, I think I would feel bored if I just stick to one age category. So I actually have book ideas for like all age categories beside picture books and chapter books. So I think I'm definitely for one POV. How about you, Kat? Nice. That's so funny. I'm the complete opposite where (laughs) I love varying up the point of view of my novels. But I think I could make all of my story ideas work for middle grade. I see that. First, second, and third. (laughs) yeah I've written all of those yeah I got my agent with the first person the second book I got my agent was is in third person and then I do have a work in progress that has second point of view in a number of the chapters so I I like that (laughs) variation but yeah awesome Okay, so first, we're going to be chatting about your author mentor match book. And this is the book that you submitted as a YA and then revised for middle grade. So do you want to give an overview of how you submitted that book and how you became a middle grade mentee for that? Okay, so at that time, it was earlier on in my writing journey where I didn't really understand the market that much. I read a lot of YA books, and I had like a book idea, which I really wanted to write. And I didn't really, even though I was reading YA, I didn't really understand like what would make a YA book. So I had a 15-year-old protagonist and it was sort of like a sci-fi mystery book. And I thought it was YA. So I did submit to AMM with this book as a YA project. So uh, what happened was the YA mentors thought it was a good idea and a good premise, but it wasn't YA suited. So they passed it on to middle grade group and one of the middle grade mentors fell in love with it and picked it up. So she really thought that it was more middle grade because it was written in third person, which is more common for middle grade, although I think that's not always the case. And also, I think the main reason is that the voice sounded younger and the character's behavior seemed younger as well. And lastly, the overall theme of the book is more family-centered. So uh, middle grade tends to be more about self versus like family and immediate surroundings, while white books tend to be self versus the world. So my book was more of the former than the latter. 
And then at that time, I didn't really know much about middle grade. I think if I had, I might have considered middle grade as a starting point for this novel. But after I read uh, some middle grade books, I felt like that was a wise choice for this book. So that's how it kind of switched from YA to middle grade. Gotcha. Yeah. And I think that's where, you know, you went through the mentorship program. So I think mentors, but also a really good critique partner can kind of help you see that because sometimes you don't see if your book reads older or younger, you know, because you're so close to the story. So I think that's where another set of eyes can sometimes be helpful and steer you towards each category. Yeah. It's how I met all of you guys and you guys have been wonderful. And I learned so much about writing and middle grade and writing in general. Mm -hmm. Nice. So how many drafts did you do? of it as like the YA version? I wrote four drafts. Four drafts and then switched it to middle grade. Do you remember how many middle grade drafts you ended up doing before something Asian? I think it was like 10 in total. I was so Love tired it, of that yeah. book by the <laughs> end of it. <laughs> yeah. So when you went to tackle turning this into a middle grade What kind of planning and prep work did you do before doing that first middle grade draft? I read a lot of middle grade. So it was, it did really help because I had to look for comps anyway. So I was like really looking for middle grade books that are kind of in the same genre as mine. And reading it kind of gets me in the zone of like nailing that middle grade voice more. Uh, which was one of the things I really had to change about the book. And other than that, I revised my novel, or I I guess reverse outline my novel using Save the Cat, which I actually learned from my fellow mentees. So I think it was actually Kat who told me about Save the Cat. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it was sort of using that process to reverse outline my book uh, in a way that fits the middle grade mode a bit more. So I did all of that before starting to rewrite my book again. So were you able to keep some things and then were there some big things you had to cut like right away? I had to cut a lot in general. And that's just because of the word count differences. Initially, my book was 85,000 words. Wow, and was you guys, it really? Yeah, it was. And at some point it was 100,000, but by the first <laughs> it was cut down to 85,000. So yes, and as you guys know, like middle grade tend to be like 50,000, like give or take a little bit. So I had to cut like 30,000 words. And that was really hard. So I really had to like dramatically just like take out subplots and take out entire like scenes and really simplify the plot down because it had like a sci-fi mystery plot that was quite like intense and quite complicated. I think the plot was might have been more YA, but the themes were more MG. So I think that part was uh, really hard. I also had like a sweet little romance in the book and the first kiss that had to go. I I think some middle grade books, especially nowadays, can have like that first kiss, but they they tend to be more like contemporary books. And mine was like a genre books. And also like my mentor also thought that it wasn't necessary for the theme of the book. And there was also like a specific thing I had to tweak and change is that one of the ways in which the main character goes about solving this mystery 
is that she would interview adults, like she would actually go visit their home, knock on their door and interview them. So my mentor thought that that wasn't very middle grade uh, in that like you wouldn't necessarily expect kids or want kids to do that. So I think we were brainstorming together and uh, we decided to have her like look for the interview transcripts instead as a way. And that also like helped to reduce the word count as well. Okay, nice. Was there anything or things that you were able to keep? I kept the main mystery, actually. So I actually kept about like 40 to 50% of the story, which is not bad, I think. Like I kept the core like twists in the plot. And I think I kept the ending much of the same. Although I did have to, even the scenes I had to keep, I had to go back and do a voice pass where I would uh, read through everything and change the voice that sounds older to like more middle grade appropriate. And of course, my critique partners have been super helpful with that. Cool. So what was the trickiest part about the whole process? It was shrinking the story. That was actually really hard because I just had a very like complicated plot. And it was a struggle getting it down to 55,000 words. And I actually did think that it would have been better if I had known what genre it was in the first place and had written it to be a middle grade book rather than writing it as a YA book and then trying to turn it into a middle grade book in that, like, I think it's kind of a different process trying to take a story and a shoehorn into something else compared to like writing a story with a specific age category in mind that's actually appropriate. So yes, shrinking the story was the hardest part. Yeah. Oh, wait. So last question about this book specifically. Uh, do you have any advice for other writers who might have a manuscript they're thinking of changing to a different age category? I think changing to a different age category is a huge change that would require sweeping developmental changes. And before making this change, you should really consider why you are doing it. And I would only consider it if it is leaning towards that desired age category in the first place. So I think for my novel, it made sense since it was in the middle between uh, YA and middle grade. And then there are reasons why it could be more middle grade. But I wouldn't really take a YA novel and make it middle grade just because like for example like it might be an easier category to sell not to say that it is at the moment um but like you know that would be a wrong example of a reason to do it since it is really hard and you might not have the desired result at the end if it's not the right age category and once you've decided to change to an age category i would read a lot of similar books to your book in that category to get a sense of the voice and the conventions in that category. And after that, I would like just go with your typical revision strategy, whether it is reverse outlining, seeking feedback from CPs, etc. Great. So let's go ahead and switch gears and talk about your book that got you into Pitch Wars. So this book, you submitted Pitch Wars and it was in third person. And then your mentor suggested you swap it to first person. Is that correct? Or can you give us a little bit more details of how that conversation went? Yeah. So it's funny because I wrote the first, like the zero draft of this book in first person. And I thought middle grade should be third person. So I switched it to third person. Um, so several drafts later, when I applied for Pitch Wars and my mentors also reached out to me before 
the fact being like, hey, we're going to ask for like big changes. <laughs> Are you open to this? And of course, similar to AMM, I was sort of like, okay, like you asked me to jump like how far or like how high, right? <laughs> like, so, And I think I really did see it from their point of view because the reason why they suggested a switch is that they thought my book could be potentially very voicey. And they thought that the third person is holding back some of that voiciness. And they also thought that in addition to adding to the voice, first person would allow for deeper introspection. So that really resonated with me. And I decided to go ahead with that revision. And to be honest, that was not the biggest part of the revision. Yeah. I didn't realize that your zero draft was in first person. So what made you initially decide to switch it into third? Oh, it's because like, I just thought middle grade books should be in third. I think like people, Mm -hmm. someone had told me that, Middle grade should be in third, YA should be in first. And also, I think for me, first person comes easily, which I've realized now. But earlier on with my AMM book and Pitch Wars book, I was really thinking that like a third person is hard and therefore I should write third person. But I think I, I realized now that I would rather write in first person forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what kind of planning prep work did you do before switching the story back into first person for Pitch Wars? So this was actually, I don't think I did much planning and prep work for the point of view switch specifically. I did do a lot of planning and prep work for all of the other changes my mentor suggested, which ended up resulting in me rewriting 95% of the book from scratch. So they actually actually had bigger ideas up their sleeve, which really did resonate with me. And I think they did make for a better book. But the POV was not the biggest thing that had to change. So it was sort of like I had to rewrite my book anyway. So I was kind of just starting from scratch from first person POV. And I, I had already been reading a lot of books in third and first so I kind of like understood what to expect writing in first. And if I hadn't, I would have been reading more books in first person. But yeah, so I think I didn't need really need that preparatory step as much. Okay, nice. So do you feel like some of those big changes you had to make, did any come out of having like a different point of view and being more introspective? Or was it just kind of like plot, pacing, character, that kind of stuff? Yeah, like the big changes were more of plot and character changes. And I think I could have written the same story in third person. It's just expressed in a different lens, in a first person lens. Yeah, I think those big changes could have been done in either POV. Mm -hmm. So when you switched the point of view from third to first, were there any big kind of character changes you made to like your main character like did you have to make him more voicey or you know figure out more backstory or do any sort of alterations to your actual like character I don't think so because I think like you know any kind of introspection you do in third person you could technically do in first but I think that writing in first person allowed me to like tap into more voice and more of that like interiority and introspection, which made for a richer story, if that makes more sense. But I think the character that I'm writing about, like their backstory, that stayed the same. Okay, gotcha. Do you feel like the amount of dialogue you had to write, did that go up or down? Or did that kind of stay the same between the different point of views? 
I would say the dialogue is probably the part that stayed more the same in the scenes that I kept. <laughs> in the one scene that I kept, the dialogue actually didn't change much because, you know, like what he said or she said stayed the same, just the like dialogue text changed. It was more of the interiority components that I found when I was writing first person, I would elaborate more on just because it just came more easily to me. So I just think that first person was the right option for this story because it is a voicey story and it, the POV enabled me to tap into more of that voice. Awesome. And then do you have any advice for other writers who may be thinking about changing the point of view of one of their novels? I would say that it's much easier than changing the age category. I did end up doing a lot more changes to this manuscript compared to my AMM one, but it was because of the other changes that I had to do, not because of the POV. And if it was just a POV change, I think it really wouldn't have been as big of a effort. I think that a POV changes mostly line edits in that the big picture items won't change. Your character arc would still be the same. Your plot would still be the same. Uh, a lot of like the major minor plot points and chapters might not even have to change. But then it would take a lot of work to change POV in that you do have to go through it like line by line and chapter by chapter, scene by scene. And it is more than just changing pronouns from like he, she, they to I or vice versa. I think that there are like some phrases that would not work when you change between POVs. Like in first person POV, you could be like, I guess today's bacon day. But then like, I think that I guess I think that doesn't work well in POV switches as much because you can't be like, she guessed it was bacon day or could you? I don't know. Like it does. I think that or like, let's do this. I think that would work in first person, but not third person. So I think it's more of that. It's like the revisions that you make would be on the line level. And I would say when deciding to switch the POV, you should choose the one that you find feels right for that story. And be sure of it because it is still a substantial change. It still takes more than a day. But it's I found that it wasn't as bad as changing the age category. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like writers who are going to do either of these changes, so either changing age category or point of view, do you feel like they should do a couple chapters first to see how it goes and then maybe mm -hmm. throw it to a critique partner or beta reader and get their feedback before doing the whole manuscript? Or do you think they should just like, go do the whole story. I think for POV changes, I would recommend like writing a few chapters and see how it feels because I've actually know a fellow writer who has done this. Like she started writing it in third person. She felt like it wasn't, it feels a bit off and doesn't feel natural. So uh, she decided to, you know, rewrite the beginning in first person um, and then, you know, showed it to some of us in the group. And then she ultimately thought first person felt more natural for this story. And it just like the story just feels like it comes out more naturally and more easily when she writes in that specific POV. So I think I would recommend that for POV, since I think POV is something that helps or hinders that writing flow for a specific story. But I think for middle grade versus YA versus adult, like for age category, that is more of like a big picture developmental thing. And I think that you should probably start with the character arc and the outline first and then show that to some CPs and then ask them, like, do you think this feels more middle grade or more YA? And make sure to pick CPs who are well-versed in reading or writing those categories 
because I think you really need that big picture because it's not just the voice that makes something Y or middle grade. Like voice is an important part, but it's also the theme of the story. Yeah, really good points. Well, that is all the questions that I have for you. Yay! Uh, yay. <laughs> uh, thanks again <laughs> for joining us. Do you want to let our listeners know where they can connect with you online? Sure, sounds good. So you can find me at sophiexley.com. Perfect. And I will link that in the show notes. Thanks again. This was a really great chat. So happy to have you back on the podcast. Yeah, it was really fun. I really enjoyed chatting. Thanks for having me. Thanks. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of a Naval Ending Podcast. If you're a fan of the show, please help us spread the word by leaving a rating and review and by sharing this episode with your community. And make sure to check out our website, anavelending.com, to learn more about what other services we offer. Happy revising!